0: Hey, everybody, this is Jimmy Smith. Welcome to another episode of the Biblical Business Leaders Podcast. Uh, I'm really excited to be able to talk to you today. It's been a while since I've done an episode, and so I appreciate all of your patience. I appreciate all the new listeners, too. We've seen downloads continue to go up. Uh, We've seen membership in the free Facebook group continue to uh, go up as well. So thank you so much for for being here, for listening to the podcast, for participating in the Facebook group. Uh, For those of you that aren't in the Facebook group, there's a link in the description, or you can just go to Facebook. Facebook and type in "biblical business leaders" uh, and just uh, answer the questions, and we'll admit you into the group. It's it's free and it's a great place to fellowship, ask questions, uh, work together on different issues about your business or uh, about biblical things, biblical topics for your business as well. So it's been a blessing to have that group put together. Uh, And thank you too to all of you. Uh, I did ask for some suggestions for different podcast episodes. So I do have a list ready to go. Hopefully there won't be as much downtime as I've had between the last episode and this one. As I've said before, I try to do them as time allows uh, and try to do them uh, and not force them out, essentially. If I start trying to force out episodes, uh, they won't be as good and um, not as much fun for me either to do them. So uh, I want to make sure that everything that I bring to you is quality uh, and helpful and um, that... whenever I'm talking about a subject that I do my research properly uh, so that we can all uh, properly learn from it. You know, I don't want to just talk improperly about things of the Bible. So I do take this very seriously, um, you know, to make sure that the content I put out is helpful and, uh, and definitely something that That God's wanted me to to talk about at times. So I appreciate you all being here. Uh, For any of you that haven't left a review, um, I would appreciate it if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps uh, get the word out to more people. It helps the algorithms and allows more people to come into the podcast as well as into our community, which having more people there will increase uh, the fellowship that we can all have together. So let's go ahead and get into uh, how I typically start the podcast, which is a prayer, and then I'll get into the topic. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the opportunity for us to come together and talk about two very important topics, uh, business and how it interacts with your word uh, and vice versa. Thank you for the opportunity for us to uh, get to fellowship on, on these different topics and get to discuss them in the, uh, the community that we have. And I just pray that uh, you guide my words today, you guide the lesson that you speak through me, and that ultimately uh, this will help everyone that's listening now and, and in the future. So thank you for this opportunity. We praise you. We thank you in Yeshua's name. Amen. So today, the topic that I wanted to talk about and kind of came out of a, a what I would consider a weird place, but uh, is what do you fear? I wanted to talk about the fear of the Lord. And the reason that this came up is because it was actually about a month or two ago, I heard a clip or heard uh, a quote by Kanye West, uh, of all people. So whether you... Uh, think Kanye West is good, bad, or indifferent, it doesn't matter. What I do know is that this quote of his impacted me greatly. I actually got chills whenever I first heard it, and I wrote it down, uh, and I look at it pretty regularly because I think that it's it's a very inspired quote. Um, So I'm just going to read it exactly like he said it, and uh, we'll go from there. So, "When when you remove, like even in the schools, you remove prayer, you remove God, you remove the fear of God, you create the possibility of the fear of everything else. But watch this. When you instill the fear of God, you eliminate the fear of anything else. And it's not that I'm fearless. I am definitely, literally, definitely shaking. And in so much fear of my father, I fear God and I don't fear nothing else. Wow. To me, that still gives me chills And I I wrote down kind of a, a paired version of it, you know, a little bit shorter version. Basically, whenever you remove the fear of God, you open and create the possibility for the fear of everything else in the world. But when you instill the fear of God in yourself, in your children, in your family, you remove the possibility of fearing anything else in this world. And to me, that was extremely an inspired quote something that it impacted me, and I hope it impacts you as well. And so I wanted to talk about that. It got me thinking, especially as I read through my Bible, I think I was going through Psalms at the time, and Psalms talks a lot about the fear of the Lord, um, because it's an extremely important topic. And I'll talk later about how it uh, interacts from a business perspective, or at least how I view it interacts from a business perspective. And I would appreciate, for those of you in the Facebook group, if uh, you could, uh, you know, Create uh, topics in there so that we can talk about, you know, maybe your thoughts about it, your uh, different views on what it means to fear the Lord, especially to do that in your business. But I'll get that or get to that down the road. Now, whenever I started to research more about the fear of the Lord, I found out that the Bible uses the word fear at least 300 times in reference to God. So we definitely make a mistake when we don't talk about it that much. Uh, whenever we ignore it or we downplay it, uh, because that, to me, is the is a huge key uh, into how you walk out your faith, how you uh, you know deal with interpersonal relationships uh, in your business, etc. Is how do you view the Lord? How do you fear Him? And so I've got a handful of those three hundred times. Got a handful of verses. I'm going to read through. And I'm going to try to read through them slowly enough that they can sink in. But if you need to rewind this and listen to them again, just to uh, allow them to sink in a little bit more, please do so. Uh, But I'm going to read these. It might take me a minute or two. Uh, So let's get into it. Uh, Psalms 25, 14. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm thirty three eight. Let all the earth fear the Lord, let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Psalms thirty three eighteen. Behold the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. Psalms one hundred three seventeen, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto their children's children. Psalms 111.10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments, his praise endureth forever. Proverbs 8.13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy. Proverbs 9.10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding proverbs twenty three seventeen Let not thine heart envy sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long proverbs twenty nine twenty five The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe and proverbs one seven The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, there's a lot that can be said about what does it mean to fear the Lord, and I will not do that topic justice. That could be hours and hours of discussion, uh, books upon books created to discuss what it means to fear the Lord, Um, but I do want to give kind of a counter thought to it. So, in 1 John 4, 8, it says that perfect love expels all fear, so how do we fear God when he also expels all fear? So in my research, I did find that whenever you look at the Hebrew root words, when the Bible is talking about fear, typically the word fear in the context of fearing God means reverence for God. And the word fear, when talking about fearing man, like in the case of Proverbs 29 and 25, which I just read, the fear of man bringeth a snare, That word fear means anxiety. So they're two completely different words that in the English language we discuss as fear. And we try to equate them, even though they're completely, completely different words, Um, much different meanings, right? So what does this mean? So I wanted to look at a couple of examples uh, in the Bible of how, how we kind of digest all of this. So in Matthew 25, 25, um, there was a servant that was corrected for being wicked and lazy after he made the excuse, I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground, instead of using it productively. So that fear is the anxiety fear, the one that brings about death, the one that, that brings uh, you know, a snare, as Proverbs twenty nine twenty five says. Also in Revelation 21, 8, It even tells us that the cowardly or fearful will not be in God's kingdom. So that's anxiety. So again, we have to look at the Hebrew root words here whenever we're reading about the fear of the Lord versus the fear of man or cowardly or whatever it might be. That's typically anxiety. That's typically the the fear that brings about death versus the fear that brings about love and reverence and respect. And so I wanted to look up, just so everybody knows, I actually looked up what does the word reverence mean? I mean, I knew it meant basically respect, um, but also there's synonyms for it. And one of them is love. One of them is awe, appreciation, approval, acclaim, admiration. These are all perfect love that casts out fear or anxiety, right? So whenever we're taking a look at what it means, I think it's extremely important to keep that context as you're reading through the Bible, as you're praying, you know, for having the fear of the Lord to really know what that means is to love, to admire, to be in awe of God, and to follow His commands and to do your best not to sin because you have such a respect for God, because you do have a reverence for Him. Now, a couple things here too is that I. I, I whenever I was going through this, it made me think about the Israelites in the desert. After they're in captivity for so long, uh, and God rescued them with all of these miraculous ways, they get into the desert, and they feared death. And they started asking, like, we should have just stayed. We should have continued to be slaves. We had food. Uh, You know, we had things to do. We weren't in the desert to die. And so, they allowed their fear, their anxiety, the fear of the world, the fear of death, to overcome what they just saw as some of the biggest miracles in the Bible, really. Um, and let's be honest too. I like to think of myself a lot of times reading through the Bible that I'm the hero of the story. That I wouldn't have done that. I probably would have. I'd have probably been like, "Man, we should just go back and be slaves and get food, you know, uh, and and be comfortable and not have to live in the desert and deal with all the hardships for forty years, you know." Um, but I just I wanted to bring that up because you can see the difference in fear just in that story, right? If they were to be fearing the Lord, if they'd had a respect and a love for God after bringing them out of such a terrible situation and miracle upon miracle happening, that would have been a completely different story than one filled with anxiety, one that actually because of their Uh, The way they acted after that, you know, God left them in the desert for 40 years uh, to, to basically have to wait until the next generation could go into the promised land because of the fear that they had of the world, not of God. And so, to me, I know this, is, this might come across as disjointed, all the different things I'm saying. Hopefully, it makes sense. There is so much that goes into what the fear of the Lord is, the reverence of God. And whenever I would go through now and read through uh, verses that say the fear of the Lord, always try to think the, the reverence of the Lord. Um, always try to think the love of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And that's how in 1 John 4:18 it can say, that perfect love expels all fear. So perfect love, um, reverence, awe, admiration, expels all fear or anxiety. To me, that's a very important thing to keep in mind. That's how the Bible, while when you read it in the English translation, might look like it um, contradicts itself, but it's actually confirming itself. So make sure whenever you're going through it, and I, I always bring it back to, or I've said this multiple times, I guess, in different podcasts, I use uh, eSword, I believe it's e-sword.net, I think, uh, but e-sword I use because it shows you the root words for pretty much every word in the Bible. Um, and so you can see that in Proverbs 29, 25, the fear of man, that fear, the, the code that corresponds to it for the Hebrew word is H2731, where the fear of the Lord is H3374. They're completely different words, and you can see the actual meanings of those words. So make sure when you're reading the Bible, if you're like, well, wait, this doesn't make sense with what it says back here, take a look at those root words. Take a look at the context that they're talking about, and you might actually discover it's a perfect match. Nothing in the Bible can contradict itself, um, and it doesn't whenever you look at these root words and you really look at the context of everything that you're reading. So I just want to bring you back to that. Let's try to look at the root words whenever you get confused about maybe some uh, you know, contradiction, uh, because that uh, has been extremely eye-opening for me. Now, how does this relate or apply to business? Um, the reason that I want to talk about this now you know, obviously, I uh, I suffer right from fear, essentially from anxiety of the world of, oh, what happens if uh, this happened in my business, or I hire the wrong person, or I say the wrong thing, or I do the wrong thing, and you know what happens, uh, you know, if if. My businesses went away or something like that. You can, I can suffer from those fears, but I shouldn't, right? My, my ultimate fear, my ultimate respect should be in God. My ultimate dependency should be on God, not in the things of the world because God will take care of you. Um, and so in today's world, we are more polarized than ever before. And so b- about religious views, political views, family views, everything, we're more polarized than ever. And what it comes down to, in my opinion, is the fear of God versus fearing the world. So in business, it seems to me whenever you look at businesses on either side of the political or religious spectrum, whether they're right or left, Christian, -Christian, non-Christian, etc., the best ones, the ones that do the best in business are the ones that own and promote their perspective. The ones that don't hide from it or shy from it. Yeah, you might see some businesses that are very, um, you know, they, they don't exactly put that out there and they do well. But the ones with the most raving fans, the ones that can have a small fan base, but still do a ton of business and serve a bunch of people and are the ones that own their perspectives. The ones that put those out for everyone to see think Chick-fil-A, right? Or Hobby Lobby. If you're thinking about the Christian worldview, those are two very uh, prominent businesses that that have succeeded because of the views they put out there. So, I just want you, uh, from a business perspective, to understand that owning your religious views as a, a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, um, is extremely important to be able to, you don't want to do it just to help your business move forward, but you don't want to be afraid of it and fear the world and not put it out there. So putting that out there, discussing that topic, will lead to good dialogue, conversation, and also raving fans. It'll also create the ability to find our, our audience, right? The ones that's gonna that are gonna support our business because they care about our causes, our beliefs. Um, you know, ultimately, you don't want to let getting canceled or ridiculed or kicked off of a platform scare you away from owning uh, your own beliefs because then you're fearing everything else but God. And the whole point of this is to fear God, to revere God, to love God and be in awe of him. So I just wanted to leave you with those thoughts today. Uh, That's what's been on my heart for a while. You know, I, I, and probably because I, suffer at times from fearing things going away or things going wrong and whatever. But then you get into the Bible and, he, you know, you hear about how the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Um, you know, the the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. So, whenever you get into the Bible and you see things talk about the fear of the Lord, make sure that you understand the perspective, you look at the root words and you understand that typically that means to revere or love God. Whenever you're looking at the fear of man, that means anxiety. It means just anxiousness, turmoil, and that leads to death. So I'm going to reread the Kanye West quote in light of all of that, in the context of all of that. And again, you know, Kanye West isn't exactly the uh, religious leader that I, uh, you know, would typically follow, but this quote was extremely inspired and uh, has helped me with a lot of things, right? Essentially, surrender every second to serving God, because when you have the fear, the respect, the love for for the Lord, everything else will work out. Everything else will work out in your life, even in hard times. If you're fearing, fearing the Lord, It'll all work out how God intends it to. So let me reread this quote, and uh, we'll end after that. When you remove, even in the schools, you remove prayer, you remove God, you remove the fear of God, you create the possibility of the fear of everything else. But watch this. When you instill the fear of God, you eliminate the fear of anything else, It's not that I'm fearless. I'm definitely, literally, definitely shaking. And in so much fear of my father, I fear God and I don't fear nothing else. So I'm gonna leave that or leave us on that today. Do everything for God, not this world. Ask God every second, Lord, how can I do X, Y, or Z for you? How can I do the grocery shopping for you? How can I work out for you? How can I eat for you? You know, everything. If you surrender every second to serving God, and you fear only him you revere and love and respect only him everything else will work out you won't fear anything else at that point if all you fear is god which is amazing so i appreciate all of you listening to this i hope that this blessed you i hope that it, it wasn't all over the place because there's so many different things that can be talked about so If I need to do a follow-up episode, I will. Please let me know in the Facebook group your thoughts on this. Um, Let me know if you have any other commentary on it or things that you might want me to follow up and do another episode on with it. I really, again, I appreciate all of you listening and taking the time out here. And uh, I don't take this lightly. So if there's anything that I said that was incorrect, in any of these podcasts, please also let me know that so that I can have the opportunity to correct it. So thank you all. Uh, I pray for you. Uh, I hope that uh, you have an excellent week.